Mm -hmm. Okay, three, two, one, and now we're live. So there we go. Hey everyone, and welcome to the Flopper Podcast, episode one. Uh, we've not really had any preparation for this, but the stream should be working just fine, because everything just looks like it's been set up. This stream's about tech-related uh, topics and uh, other side-noted stuff like VR and processes and whatnot for the audience. Anyways, what do you want? Uh, we're going to go to the first poem, which is Caustic, and uh, he's going to go over the first thing today. Okay, we're kicking off strong then. Um, so, the grand shortage recently, as everyone knows, is mm -hmm. the big old GPU scarcity, which is worldwide at this point. I managed to hit the lottery, literally. Well, not quite literally, but recently, since June, it's been out of stock. That one came in and I managed to grab one, and it's been fucking awesome sitting nice. on my PC. Wait, what? Wait, what, um, sorry, what question? What graphics card did you get? 3080, oh, man. Nice. Nice. Well, that, that is pretty good to get, to be fair, especially in what's happening today. But yeah, I'm, I do hear that a lot of people have recently been able to get their hands on cards because they have been waiting a long time and just trying to bid snipe and all that. So oh, yeah. Good. It's been tons of messing up going on. I can't get into my Twitch account, so that's fun. I want to talk about a VR headset that's been recently been made. As everyone knows, the Quest 2 is out. Oculus is basically on top. But it's been a really interesting one coming out recently called the Simula Linux headset, which is basically going to be a Core i7 running on a all-in-one build, running the Linux operating system with some really good quality displays. I'm not too sure on its exact specifications, but we're looking at a probably 2880x by 2880x display. Um, the actual pixel density and all that apparently is really good as well. It's not going to be really for gaming, it's going to be more, well, because obviously Linux is more open source. Everyone's going to be coming together and building stuff for the software. So it's actually pretty interesting to see. And it's got quite a retro design look to it as well. So that's mm -hmm. going to be made over time and uh, we'll see what happens when it gets released. Doesn't it look like the original Game Boy sort of retro? Uh, NES almost. A little bit. I don't really know how to explain it, but it look. I don't. It. I don't know what to compare it to, but it. It looks cool. I'll send you a picture of it in the group chat, actually. Even though I think has I might have saw that earlier. Yeah. You. Nobody won't. Will be able to see what it looks like from the stream, but I'll just send a screenshot and chat. It's yeah, I've seen that. I've yeah. Seen that. It looks like the classic Game Boy. Oh yeah. Slightly less sunbleached. Yeah. So we're gonna see what happens with the updates on that. And for all you PC VR enthusiasts, Tundra Trackers yes. have finally came out. Now, considering you've got base stations or the new ones for the, that came with the Steam Deck, uh, Valve Index, sorry, I keep getting these two mixed up. Um, they have, well, from testing and stuff from people, they seem to be better than the Vive 3.0s. And that's great to hear because I'm pretty sure they are a little bit cheaper as well. So you've got a smaller package and they just look great. And from tests like fr from thrill seekers and all that they, f they have very good positive reviews to it and they primarily are better packages overall so that's pretty nice to see that they are actually out now for every consumer to get their hands on but to get one it's quite hard at the moment because stocks aren't in yet but, but expect some more units to come out in 2022 a little bit better than the slime trackers that were going around for a yeah. bit yeah the slime trackers were pretty good, it's just that there was a bit of jitter in the software and all that. 
But apart from that... Well, it was the whole premise in itself. You couldn't really get pinpoint precision, and no one really expected it, but yeah. there was so much limitation in the method that they went through that it wasn't that viable. The, the nice thing about the slime VR is if you're one who sleeps in VR, then they're great because they don't need any, you know, base stations or whatnot to track their position. So you can, you know, just sit down and whatnot and show everyone that you're sleeping or whatnot. I don't know. But yeah. Um, I want to go over another thing. The application Big Screen has had a update recently. And um, with this update, they have bought the much needed uh, stuff like much lower latency for each person to be in. Uh, a bigger invent, well, a bigger uh, lobby, so I'm thinking up to 15 players now, or something like that, and then higher bit rates with more reliable connections to stop people from bugging out and all that in the lobbies. So it's pretty nice to see that they have actually added this update for everyone to enjoy. And another thing, if you all have been playing the game Pavlov, uh, you'll know that the the Quest version is a bit behind the PC version, and uh, recently, it's been annoying. And so recently, and we have tested this today. They have got new. It's Pavlov uh, Quest has got well, Pavlov Shack has got a new update, which brings the hide game mode from PC and the entirely new inventory as well, along with a foundation map, which is a very nice map with some really good rotations and stuff like that. So I can assume that's the World War One junk being ported into it. Then. Uh, no, it looks it looks like it's out of portals. Actually, I don't know why. It just gives me a portal vibe when looking at it, or a CS:GO map kind of vibe. Map is really... No, as in the new content. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, all the um, new weapons are really cool. Uh-huh, and that's what you could... I've played it on PC, so... Hmm. Nothing yeah. will ever beat TTT for that, though. Yeah, no. I do still I do still miss the old TTT. I don't really like the it new It brings a whole new dimension. <laughs> yeah, no, I, 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 still, I still prefer the old TTT, to be fair, because I don't really like the karma system they've got now. But apart from that, it's not too bad, I guess. Oh, and enough, speaking of games, Beat Saber has now got the Lady Gaga pack. And uh, the maps, and I have tried these out, are actually alright. They are pretty fun to play, and she's got, and they've got some of her top hit songs, which is nice to also see. Luke, do you want to go over anything else on yours? Well, I... Initially was going to go a little bit more into the shortage and then you took off yeah, more. Yeah, no, 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 you go for it, That's man. fine, but I think we should, you know, spend a little more time per topic. So, um, Beat Saber Multiplayer has had a bit of a boost recently as well. Hmm. The uh, add-on, the modding community has gotten quite, I don't know the word for it, just like they've complex, gotten more like... on top of it. Oh, Sadly, yeah. the Quest version is still not available, modded. Yeah, unless um, if you're gonna do like side questing or whatnot to actually get. That's what I mean. The side quested BFBN. I can't remember exactly. Yeah. It's been a long time since I've tried to deal with it. <laughs> but the new version since um, was it Camellia? Yeah. The Camellia pack. You just you just can't play multiplayer and quest anymore. Yeah, like or any mods at all. Yeah, because you want to play. I, I'm pretty sure now you can play like cross-platform between PC and Quest on like the vanilla version. But like you said, oh, yeah, you can't yeah. do multiplayer anymore with that with the new well with playing modded off on the Quest. But there are servers like the Beat Saber modding group on Discord who are trying to you know find ways around it and all, which is nice to see. Yeah. But that does kind of suck. And on the off topic of that. 
the Quest 2 has received an update. I'm not too much too sure on how much more performance yes, it's increased. Yes, sampling, yes. Yeah. It's and approximately, um, I think it was 50 to 70% varying per game. It's mm. purely to reduce the amount of heat generated inside of it mainly. Yeah, to be fair. It, the quest is yet to be pushed to its limit with most of its games. It's just trying to reduce the heat and fog up of the main display. Yeah, because the quest. Edition. Yeah, the quest two was really getting too hot. And to be fair, the quest two has still not been put onto its stock setting. I'm pretty sure. I'm still pretty sure it's under fold, un underclocked. Um, it's not actually been put stock. So, yeah, it's you'd... thermal limited. Yeah, <laughs> that's but, the issue with it. But with all these, it was my first footstep with the Snapdragon. Yeah, the nice things when I got my Quest 2 at the start, it was on I think it was on 70. Was it 72 hertz? I'm pretty sure. But it was like really limited at the start. But all these optimizations have made it so much better. Now we're getting 120 hertz and all that. And uh, some better tracking, all of that stuff. It's really great to see. But I would say the Link software still kind of sucks, to be fair. Like all of that stuff, it just sucks. But eh, Oculus is solid. Or actually, let's re let's rephrase it. It's meta now. Meta, yeah. Uh huh. Uh, Josh, we have been Literally, going over this. Yeah. A few weeks before they rebranded as well, the Oculus search results, the amount of search results for Oculus skyrocketed, and it's still going up higher. I don't know yeah. whether it's due to the controversy, but. Just before the Switch or any announcements of the Switch, Oculus name was was going up, and now they made the change, and they can't go back on that. Yeah, and also uh, I heard something about this, and I'm pretty sure I'm right on this, but there was already a company of the Meta name, and um, Facebook actually went over them, tried to buy them out several times. Yeah, which yeah. Is, which just going to the lawsuits and stuff. And um, these, this company refused multiple times and said we're not we're not getting bought out and all that, and uh, didn't give Oculus well Oculus or Facebook the rights to change to that name, and they did it anyway. So I um, think they're going to be flying filing a lawsuit right now, just like every other company is at the moment. Do I have so, to hold back on my hatred for the name Meta? No, I, you don't. I honestly, I hate it as well. It's naming a bus company <laughs> Transport. It, it's just such an umbrella <laughs> name that it's infuriating. I don't know why, but literally the the actual logo just looks like two. It just looks like two uh, cheese strings or whatnot. I literally don't know what the logo is meant to represent. It represents nothing. If you take a look at something it, like Amazon's logo, the smile from A to Z. Part. Yeah, it's the go to. It says items from A to Z. There's no meaning in Meta's logo, from what I know, anyways. It's, it's Visual Studio. I I mean, sorry, it's it's Virgin Media. Wait, no, sorry again. Um, wrong one. <laughs> <laughs> it seems to be the go-to logo for all the big companies. <laughs> And waste the funny, files the funny I mean, part actually that i take that back studio is brilliant hmm. the funny part about this entirely now is now that the metaverse is being said everywhere and the names everywhere now apparently investors and all that are in immediately interested in vr and all that because facebook's involved completely it, it's just a bit stupid if you think about it in that way because what nobody... about the um the launch of the new VR meta that is purely based on non-fungible tokens and 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 cryptocurrencies oh, for buying yeah, yeah, limited no. plots of land. <laughs> I I still hate that idea. It's stupid. That's the you know the problem with with that is it's not the way we want VR to go. It's it's just because VR right you know how it's unlimited and all that. We have infinite resources here in VR. 
well to pc specifications of course and storage and all that crap but buying a land with cryptocurrency is just a stupid idea i still don't understand why anyone would think about that in the first place and i've heard that people are actually making money off this and all that they're actually making money from this land oh you know i'll be very curious if anyone knows how then just let me know because I'm actually curious on how they make money off it. Start an NFT, dude. The, 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 fucking, <laughs> so um, the monkeys. Do you know how much they're actually worth? How much? Physically worth. They're like $13 million. Oh my dollars. God. The funny part is about it's that. insane. You know, the funny part is you can just screenshot it. Screenshot it and that's it. You've got it. But when you purchase an NFT, you have the name on a receipt. And yeah. That's part of the blockchain. And anyone can just, you know... Pretty sure one of the NFT, yeah, I'm pretty sure one of the NFT artists got their thing screenshotted and started messaging the dude and sent him like death threats and stuff. And there's oh, like yeah. an entire pirate, yeah, there's entire pirate bay now dedicated to NFTs. It is great there's, to see. There's a whole subreddit dedicated to just saving as many as possible. It's like, <laughs> oh, here's one we haven't found yet. Everyone, take a download of this. <laughs> <laughs> that is great, man. Honestly. Ooh. In an interview with Keanu Reeves, I remember seeing this recently, um, someone was trying to pitch the whole NFT thing to Keanu, try and get their NFTs into the mainstream media. Mm. And they're like, the scarcity of media is insane and weird and completely, you can't copy it. And he said, well, yeah, but they're easily replicatable, aren't they? Yeah. And absolutely owned that guy. He would look, he's instant regret of bringing that thing up. <laughs> so in other words basically he just got shut down yeah <laughs> that's great and another thing everyone uh i know this is not going to be for all of you apple fans out here but samsung <clears throat> the samsung galaxy s22 lineup is there's going to be there's been much more leaks and i've been following it these last months and it's not what you would expect because the first leaks we looked at it looked like there was going to be a 200 megapixel sensor and all that and there was going to be so many specifications but it's a lot different they're keeping the 100. It looks like they're going to be keeping the 108 megapixels and all that, according to leaks from Ice Universe. Um, we might be seeing the reveal on the Feb February 9th uh, next year, and um, it's going to be having a note design with, well, the actual S22 lineup because it doesn't look like they're going to be doing the notes anymore. And uh, it should be packing an Exynos 2200 and I think a Snapdragon 895. Uh, and the Exynos 2200 should be using an RDNA 2 chip inside of it uh, because apparently it's, an eight, it's a partnership between them and AMD, which is nice to see. Benchmarks look good, but I don't know if it's up to Apple's processors standards yet, but it's getting close. The rivalry is getting more tense compared to the two. Well, I wouldn't say that this year. I mean, we don't talk about the 13 that much. Mm. They yeah. increase the battery size, change the aperture size, mm. and reduce that notch by like a few millimeters. And that was uh, that was about it. Yeah, that was, that like, was a thirteen. Yeah, I like I like with I, th I think didn't this also come out on the twelve? I'm pretty sure, yeah, it came out on the twelve. The ceramic shield was really good on the Apple products. I really liked oh, yeah. that. And I've also heard that Apple's going to be looking into the uh, VR space soon, twenty twenty three or something like that. They're looking to put an M1 inside a VR headset. <laughs> That's going to be insanely powerful. That would be great. It's going to be great until they try and lock it down with their own payment yeah. system. <laughs> the payment. I mean, that performance and that 
um, efficiency within a headset is going to be game-changing for the mm -hmm. market. Yeah. But no one's going to be able to keep up with their exclusives and market limitations. Kind of like the Oculus Store, to be honest, on the yeah. Quest. Luckily, everyone's got an Oculus, pretty much, and has access to the services, apart from PC people like me. Um, I mean... I mean, there, I mean, there are PC VR headsets like CV1, DK2, and all that, and the Rift S, which was an absolute failure. But um... hey, wait a minute, wait a minute! It's not <laughs> like I have a video on my YouTube channel completely dissing it. We don't talk about that. <laughs> uh, but when you compare it to the CV1, which I'm still daily driving, it, it's still hanging in there. Don't mine's, ask me how. There is insulation tape around the cord. <laughs> One of my sensors is broken, as in, you plug it in, nothing comes up. I've tried tampering with it, there's no point anymore. And every single update, your Guardian breaks, and tracking messes up, gets more jittery, even though it's supposed to be performance increases. I don't get what's going on with Oculus. Just I feel like introduce so many bugs with every mm. single release. It's because they're primarily because their software is crap. The um, thing with it, my, v my CV1, which I have right next to me, it's just dead. Like, there's no saving. It does turn on still, but I've lost both my base stations. My controllers still. Oh are fun. man! I've lost oh, the, the top. The controllers are durable, though, dude. Yeah, they are. And the top. What happened to mine? The top strap's completely fallen off. The back plate has completely fell off, so I can't turn around without losing tracking. Mine's close. Mine's yeah. close. Uh, you can't put it on back back on anyways. It's really difficult. Uh, the actual oh, back. Man. Um, think like the inside, like I don't know what material is that started peeling off. Uh, the cable yeah. is beyond saving. I actually, before I had when I was using it as a daily driver, I had to put the wire around at the top of my head and strap it on there, and it goes back to stop the cable from disconnecting. It was hell, but um, I still miss my CV1 compared to my Quest 2. I just feel like the Quest 2 does not have as good traffic king. And I still trafficking, <laughs> tracking. <laughs> um, but honestly, I, I also miss. And I never sound. I know you don't do this much in VR, but I do miss putting my head, my controller behind my head, and actually grabbing for something behind without losing tracking. So that's cool and all, but you can't go back to a CV one now. I yeah, still use no, mine, I, but. I, I did. I did try going back, and it just looks so muddy compared to the seat. Every the single day after I use it, I make sure to clean off the lenses, make leave them covered. I've even got a lovely little mount. I can see it in mm. front of me. My controllers are just gorgeous. But the screen, the pixels are so dead. You yeah. load into a black room, and it's like a weird curve almost on the floor where... It's just burnt in from light floors oh, in games, or the other way around, dark floors and light skies. Mine's, mine's not... There's like this ring and band where it's just grey compared to black. With mine, I've still not had any burning, which is a bit surprising. Um, so mine's actually been alright, I guess. I didn't actually realise. I thought there'd be some kind of burning. I didn't actually realise. So it's cool when you use Steam VR because it put it just drops you into this dark area, which is used yeah. to complement the screens and the index. Mm -hmm. But it does not do anything any justice for the CV. Because hmm. I'm pretty sure with OLED screens, you meant if it's like stuck on one single image for too long, it can start doing burning. I'm pretty sure, but I think that's how OLEDs work. I'm not too sure though, because I don't know it too much. It can, but. That, that was like the first gen of OLED, really. Oh, it's right. it's not unheard of. Yes, there's still tons of it, but it's not as prominent as it used to be, which is a very nice thing to hear. Speaking of OLED and VR, 
PSVR, a whole Ooh. bunch of stats and tracks and all things included. Cause... So if you've ever had your hand on a PS5, and any of you? No. Uh, no, not yet. I'm no, not... No. no, we've not had PS4, it yet. But... I'm, just, I, I'm sticking to PC here. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's a shame, it's really. Yeah. They sell it at a loss as well to try and get it out there, yeah. which is annoying considering the shortage, which we'll get onto in a minute. Um, I've been one of the lucky sods to have a brother that stayed up overnight and managed to get two pre-ordered, in fact, oh, and he sold legend. the other one at MSRP to a friend. Because he is not with any of the yeah about scalpers. that yeah because um I was building like a two, few days ago I built a kid a computer and uh, because they could, their parents couldn't get their hands on a computer uh, graphics card sold them a sixteen fifty for MSRP hundred and fifty pounds compared to like the three hundred quid or something oh. asking price which is nice I don't really need it's not it bad. But I need some Christmas money I don't want to be a scalper so hey we all do our things to be like try to contribute. But now he's been yeah. playing. He's now playing Fortnite twenty four seven. He's got and now for some reason I'm his twenty four seven tech support. He's got me added on Discord. So every time he needs help, he just rings me and then he asks what he. I ask what he needs problem with and then he gives me the issue. So that's that. But yeah, go on about the PSVR, man. Let's let hear about it. So if you ever had the luck of grabbing a PS five, which you two haven't, um, the controllers there. As everyone's pretty much heard by now, adaptive triggers, they give resistance. It feels very, very weird at first, mm. um, but you get used to it very quickly. It feels incredibly natural. You squeeze as resistance like you're actually grabbing something. And then there's also the haptic feedback system, also known as the voice engine, which I find a really nice thing. Mm. Everything about Sony, they give these gorgeous names, their little subsystems. Mm. Anyway, the um, harmony coils inside the singing, whatever magic involves, um, they... They're basically the next level of the rumble engine. With rumble controllers, there's a little bit of twist, which you may notice with Oculus CV1s especially. Hmm. When it's going full drive, you may feel your hand wander a little bit because it is um, oh, putting centrifugal force on your hand and twisting it. Voice calls, I'm not really sure how they work. They just, they work. They're nice. Anyway, those are in the new, well, rumoured and leaks, etc. Pretty strong evidence to suggest so that they're going to be in the new VR controllers, which is going to feel insane to grab something in VR and actually get a bit of feedback from yeah. it, like, which I've heard Meta have been reaching into as well. Like about that, there are other companies, like also Meta or whatever, Oculus, whatever, they've been looking at or experimenting with that recently as well with these like haptic gloves. I know other companies like, I think it's B Haptics, I'm not too sure. They've already made gloves that do this. But they're, they're yeah, also looking into it. But to hear, but to hear they're making, they're going to use what, like the resistant trigger and all that in their VR headset is going to be dope. Do you have any, uh, like, do you know any of any specifications that they're going to be using in the PS in the PSVR too? Yes, that's what I was just about to get into. Right. So, you've got a lovely Quest too, so I should be able to compare it to yours. And considering most of the market share is Quest Two at this point, mm -hmm. it'd be easy for other people to see what it's like. So the Quest 2 has 1830 by 1920, which is yeah, it's, pretty good. It's a bit, it's it's very decent. Uh, has nice um, FOV as well, at 89 degrees. It's it's livable. It's quite nice for that yeah. price. It's brilliant. Anyway, PSVR has 2000 by 2000, which is a slight bump up to the mm. Quest 2, but the difference is it's OLED panels, so it's oh, going to have 
dark darks and white white it's gonna be very nice and the fov is 110 compared to the 90 of the quest 2. that's good so yes there'll be a less pixel density but it's still it's a little bit less than the quest but it's pretty much bang on what the quest is like yeah. the refresh rate hasn't been confirmed yet sadly but it should be the same as the psvr hmm. first one so 120 hertz yeah that that is really close especially knowing the processing power of the new consoles that should be taken oh, yeah. advantage of they've built it into the console the digital and uh, disc official name the disc edition um they've got a usb-c and uh, uh, oh wait so they're not it's just a usb-c on the front it's just going usb-c similar to the quest link hmm. yeah because it's um... just one cable into the front rather than a separate box with the ps4 yeah because with the original psvr i remember having this vr headset it was one of my first yeah. ever headsets i had it still got one over there in the corner of my room yeah um wires everywhere i haven't got it in 2016 2017 i can't remember but um the things that came with you had like two different boxes or so many adapters and all that you had to plug in and it used a ps moves from the ps3 which was impressive but the tracking was yeah all right. had they managed to get that together is insane like as PS3 soon as i realized tech. sorry as soon as i realized that i needed the ps move controllers i rushed over to my room looked in like my little boxes from my ps3 and found both my move controllers like yeah cool i can use these for my uh headset yeah i remember trying to set up my PSVR on the Mama PC, hmm. and it was it took me like months to do to actually set up. Hmm. It's rough. Why is Keep in mind that they're using tech from roughly the same time that triggers got turned into triggers rather than buttons. It's yeah. around the same gen that... as that. It's insane that they managed to get that working in VR. Yeah, it's mad, no, especially it's like even using like me with the original PlayStation Four. Um, even getting VR to run on that thing was that's also it's so impressive because it because now like you need much more powerful hardware to get some decent gaming experience. PS4 was released 2013. 2012? Oh, yeah, no. 13. Yeah. So a long Let me time just ago. Let do a little googling. All right. Yeah, what they yeah, were 2013. Released. You're right. Yeah. November 15th, 2013. To, to know that. that to know that 2013 hardware is running vr stuff it's just amazing i know the resolution was really low on it um dk2 come out in comparison not dk2 dk1 oculus because the thing is with the um you know with the games and all that there was a lower resolution but when i first used it i didn't really see any difference there because there wasn't you know it was my first headset and I was like, all right, there's no real difference until I got my CV1 and all that. But the exclusives were fun. I know there, oh. there were barely any games at the start when it just came out. And that's when I got my thing around. They were mainly just exclusives and stuff. But they were all right. They were good experiences. There was this um, game like where you were, it was like, a, I think it was like a money heist or something. It was really fun to play. It was like a 20 minute experience. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, it was so fun yeah. to play. Uh, that action thing that we will is... not talk about let's not spoil it but it was good it was yeah, good man. that is a hell of an experience yeah and this and the shark oh, i need to replay that yeah i will do it one day i've still got a video on my youtube channel of all the endings which is great to see that i've still got
I game. never replay multi-ending games. I like to get one and stick that as the canon rather than writing any fan theories type deal. Just <laughs> that's what happened to my character. There's no point going like, but it could have been this, it could have been that, because then it takes the impact away from that ending. Oh, actually, fair enough. Yeah, it's a good point. It's a little bit. I know, I know that this is an uh, older game, but like Undertale, for example, I guess it can also be applied yeah. to other games like that. Oh god! I chose the worst ending. I chose the genocide route as my starter. I got over fifty hours in it because I did all three multiple <laughs> times. Is that probably why you don't go for multiple weddings anymore? Well, in that game, it's kind of worth it considering the story changes from the start. Yeah, but you don't get that in most games. It's just always the ending that changes, not the entire storyline. Yeah. With Undertale, you've got the entire like if when you make a new game. It continues. Like there's question, there's characters that question you and all that, and know what's going. Nothing on. will ever be uh, DDLC though. Hmm. Doki Doki Literature. Oh yeah. Messing yeah. with files and getting things from your desktop <laughs> is freaky. Oh yeah, Josh. Did Nothing you ever... will ever be that. Did you ever actually end up playing that? No, I didn't. Man, we're gonna get you on that game soon, and I'm gonna get you to play through it. <laughs> even though it's yeah. weeby stuff even though it's pretty weeby but it's still yeah, so DDLC fun. plus I, I don't remember what was added in that actually oh I'm not sure either I think it was like based off another game but I'm not too sure actually Stanley Parable um, Deluxe is coming oh, out yeah. soon oh wait no the they're making a remix is... Deluxe, it's just got a few more endings, a few more dialogues, oh, remaster lighting, bit of this, that, and the other, sparkler joy. I'm I can't so... get it, though, because I'm doing the go-outside achievement, touch grass. You have to not play the game for five years, and it's been three and a bit. I can't break my streak now. <laughs> <laughs> like the fact that's that's even an ending. Oh my goodness. Yeah, it's an. I, I'm trying to hundred percent the game, so I need to get most of the endings. And hey man, another listen. ending is the touch grass. Listen, oh, like one day I'll just get like let, let you go on my laptop or whatnot, and then you can just play all the endings on my account or whatnot. But that wouldn't. That I don't think that'll suit it though. Oh yeah, fair enough. You have to wait two that's years. That's like cheating the ending. You, you're yeah, gonna, you're gonna have to wait two years before you can play the remaster. You can't even watch. Videos. Yeah, it's called Go Outside. Don't play the Stanley Parable for five years. When you have to launch it again. Well, yeah, after. Oh, oh, I'm right. assuming. I, I I don't want to undercut it either. Last <laughs> played was July twenty eighth, twenty eighteen. Oh my goodness. So it's been three years and a half. Oh, and just imagine the pain you get when you accidentally open the game. Don't even. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm not even installing it. I I can't I can't do that to myself. Yeah, no, don't, man. Just keep <laughs> keep the streak going. Keep the streak going. It is a long time. Yeah, it is. And you've only got two years left before you're done, and then you don't have to worry about it anymore. I don't know how you guys. Speaking of two years, anymore. you're lining up these segues perfectly. Um, it's been two years in the shortage, as everyone knows, and Micron has made a public statement. These are the people behind G most of the GDR5 production, so all of the Turing series from um, NVIDIA, mm -hmm. they use GDR5, GDR5X, right. and 3060 as well. They are facing massive shortages on the Micron uh, GDDR RAM, which is the main reason they're not producing as many as they can. Mm -hmm. um, they say that mid well q1 q2 2022 they should be able to meet 
I think they said 95% of oh, all demand compared to the 60 they're meeting at the moment. Hmm. Yeah, the problem is, for you still, sorry, you've got you still got all the scalpers and all of that, but it's there will always be scalpers and everything, but yeah. there will be a lot more going into the hands of people who need it. Yeah. Keep in mind, this is the low tier 3060s that are going to be going out, and the 3050s. And speaking about the shortage, uh, the TSMC, I'm pretty sure, because they mainly provide to Apple because they pay the highest, I'm pretty sure. A lot of companies are switching away from them and going to uh, manufacturers like Samsung and all that for their, well, uh, you know, chips and all that, which is nice to see. So there's a better, it's going to be hopefully a better uh, stock soon, I'm hoping anyways. Are you able to put a picture on stream? Yeah, man. Like I can share it share the entire window or whatnot. So what do you want to Here's do? The uh, new dies and cuts for the new Intel Arc Alchemist chips that are coming out. Yeah, let me quickly just make an image for the stream. There we go. Just send just send the image to me and then oh yeah, I found it's it. It's in podcast. So is this gonna be like the new Intel chips? Nah, this well, this is the uh, graphics cards there. Putting their foot in the game oh, of the discrete so that, graphics cards. That actually looks really cool. When yeah. it comes to die size, these are about 45% smaller than the 3090s dies, and it's supposed to compete with the 3070. Hmm. I've got a few specs here. It's The dies are a lot smaller, so they should theoretically be able to get a whole bunch of stock out there. Hmm. So, we're looking at... Where's the specs at? There we go. When it comes to the 3070Ti and the AMD 6700XT, mm. it's got less cores but a higher clock. Right. And when it comes to units, it's perfectly in between the two. And considering they've only got a few percentage performance difference between them, it should either match or overperform at a rumoured, uh, I must stress the rumoured, rumoured lower MSRP. Yeah. Well, what's the MSRP we're looking at? It... You, it's have... been rumoured, they've said that they want to undercut the um, AMD, it should hopefully be just below. I can't give a solid number, hmm. just slightly where below. Would, where would you estimate the, this to be anyways? What would you say? Google time. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, that literally sounds like Intel, you know, so, less, less cores, higher yeah. clocks. <laughs> <laughs> we don't talk about that it's definitely not going to be the least efficient bit of glass you can put in your pc can't wait for anyway, it so the msrp of the 3070 itself is 330 pounds or 600 dollars they say they want to cheap. undercut it it oh, is it's really cheap but scalpers what? are skyrocketing it oh my goodness i mean my 3080 was only 660 hmm, that's really good yeah, dude, I'm so lucky. I'm so happy about that. But I'm not going to fill up this whole uh, podcast with me yeah, just Yeah, just, just, just praising it. your graphics. Because there's some guy like in the future who's going to watch this podcast, or maybe not, just with him sitting with his GC710. Like, shit. <laughs> or I know that in future, I'm definitely getting the Founders Edition because this thing is gorgeous. Yeah. Like, just one last thing about it. It is so heavy. Yeah, it is incredibly last... heavy. One last thing as well, I specced out uh, someone's uh, computer for them. It's going to be arriving on the 24th, so I'm going to go and check it. They've got themselves a 3070 Ti Founder Edition and an i9 10850K. Yeah. Oh, wow. It is nice. Was that MSRP? Yeah. Okay, good. Um, well, 
3070 Ti MSRP is scalper price, basically. They're just mm. riding the profits on that one. Yeah, and also just trying to satisfy their uh, shareholders. Yeah. That kind of sucks. But... I mean, they're the ones who build... I'm doing business at college, so I could say that, well, they're trying to satisfy the shareholders. Those are the ones that are... They are technically part of the company. You yeah, can't let them down, otherwise your shares are going down. <laughs> and they don't really care about the consumer anyways. They're just like, yep. Oh, absolutely we... not. Literally just if Facebook. the business is thriving and they're making profit, the biggest businesses make the worst crap. Yeah, and um, about that as well. You know Facebook or Meta, whatever they call it now. I can't remember which Discord server it was, and I was part of it. But they found that... It looked like about every 10 seconds or so, uh, Facebook would send data from your headset to the actual, well, their center and all that. Like, you know, all the normal tracking you give them permission to use. Jeez. So, <laughs> that could also probably d explain why you only get two hours of battery life. But I can't remember what YouTuber <laughs> it was. I can't remember his name, but I will find it again. But he, he made a piece of software to basically counteract it and stop that data be being sent it like puts a wall in place to stop that and it looks like it gives you better battery life and all that by a little bit so it is pretty cool to see that from people in the community doing that kind of stuff and i'm pretty sure it works today still i'm planning to get it myself at one point it's not a sharing issue that well it's not the sharing that's the issue it's the fact that in a few years time there's going to be that massive data breach and yeah. considering the specs that they're wanting to put on their newest headsets, like face tracking, they're going to know the complexity of your face. Mm -hmm. They're going to know your height. So they pretty much know that already from the quests. That's going to be more they're gonna know, You're going to know everything about you at this point. Where you live, your height. Your thumb, you, how long until your fingerprints are oh, all online yeah. now? No, that would be awful. Because which, which, which mobile provider got uh, the data leak with like 2 million people's records or something? I can't remember which one it was, but they uh, had all their addresses, all their credit cards, everything leaked. And every com most companies will go through it one stage or another, because it's not always... Virgin Media went through it, yeah. and uh, British Airways, who I'm doing a report on. Because you're not, it, there's no way to really avoid it unless if you just bump up your security. Because I think it was NordVPN, they were still giving out sponsorships to creators to advertise them when they were currently having a data breach they knew about. It's just stuff like that. Companies need to make the right choices for that kind of stuff. It's just this I is exactly never... why I want to know how a business runs so I can run on my own at one point. Because mm. I, I want to look out for the little guy. Yeah, because we always in life we always need a company that actually cares about the consumers rather than themselves. It's like you see it with a lot of companies, they start getting really corrupted over time. You look at the Roblox scandal. Recently, they've been in like really, they've been in a lot of um, what's the word? Current, they've been uh, criticism and all that because um, of you know how the marketplace and all that works on it for con for creators and all that. Because Roblox was taking most of the share of stuff of like kids' projects and all that when they were making their worlds. Now it's mainly teams, yeah. not a single developer. So much going on. And a lot of companies do follow this path, sadly. And it's going to be getting worse in the future. So hopefully... Well, I can't wait for um, VR chat to get its major bump up, which has been rumoured for years. Ooh. Wait, what's, what's There's that? There's a... Well, for years they've been talking about it, and there was an example of it. Um... They basically remade uh, New York Town Center, 
hmm. with all the advertisements and junk. Oh my and you could goodness. put your stuff, your advertisements of worlds up on the billboards. Wow. You only had to pay a small amount. And if people visited your world, you could get earnings from it. Oh my goodness. That is amazing. So I think I need to could, learn how to use you Unity. Could live, <laughs> yeah, you could live on being a content creator for their platform rather than people volunteering, which would absolutely thrive. It is a, the one... It will be completely run by the community, which is yeah. a magnificent thing. Yeah, because I was about to say the one problem might be that major corporations like Coca-Cola, every other company and all that might come into VR chat and start advertising and all that. But if it's running being run fully off the community, that's great. But we'll have to see how we'll see how that goes down, though, because those you know prices might skyrocket. Because uh, oh, yeah. in our in our B Tech projects right now, we're looking at how companies can advertise and all that. And there's loads of other platforms and all that, but VR will be one in the future to be used for advertising. Can't wait until the equivalent of the mobile small X. You have to hold your controller still enough to hover over <laughs> that small little X that's popping yeah. up in front of your face. Yeah, when you've got like the oh, mobile man. game adverts, you, you don't click in the precise spot. You're dragged to the, you're dragged to the app well, store. You're teleported to the other world <laughs> where they're all cramming down new advertisements and there's a new pop-up. It's going to be awful. And then also yeah, about, I want to make another message about mobile games. I feel like they've really degraded over time. Like... A couple of years yeah. ago, and I've actually went back and looked for the older APKs online, like older APK Subway Surfers, even though the compatibility isn't perfect, even for the old Minecraft PE Lite. And I had so much fun in those games in today's standard, and those games are really old. They look like crap to me now, but I still love them because they're, one, because they're... Are you playing the Subway Surfers theme? No, I'm, I'm playing Jetpack Joyride. It's oh, the yeah, one Jetpack. and only <laughs> oh, game that is oh, still yeah. amazing. Nice. I've got my. Um, there was also. I've got there was my, also uh, noise cancelling on, so you can't hear it properly. Doodle, there was also Doodle Jump. There was uh, Poe, which I've got. Which Man. also, they've never updated it. It's still got a really old version of its update, so it's still completely fresh. And that's one of my top apps. Clash Royale's alright still. Rocket League's made their own little mobile version called RL Swipe, which has been doing really well. Over, I think, a million downloads now. Um, yeah, Minecraft been League. Up a few weeks. School Speaking of mobile games, this podcast is sponsored by. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say the name. <laughs> That's great. I read Shadow Maggots. Cool thing as well. Do you know the game School of Chaos? The MMORPG. No. Oh, it was a mobile version, and it was out from a few Lord years ago. Me. And when I was like a younger, me and my cousin and my sister all used to play. We loved this game. It's basically the concept is it's a school full of students who are basically all the players. There's no teachers, no rules. You can beat each other up. It's the funnest game. It doesn't sound fun in practice, but in game it is so fun. And you can get your own. Just do that in real life. I don't see the big deal. <laughs> and the cool thing is, <laughs> and um. I was an OG player on it, so I somehow recently re-downloaded it and remembered my details. I'm not going to say my password, but it's very obvious. Editor already knows what it is, and it's just so simple. I am cool. 9999. I, I am so surprised it's not been cracked. It's even more simpler than that. But I logged in, and the game, because my account's that old, it did not It recognize, it thought I was a new player. So it has a new, completely tutorial. And normally when you're in the tutorial, you've got nothing. You're meant to beat up the monsters. 
I had like top the end level gear. one crook. I literally had top end gear and I was just annihilating everything. It was so glitched out. It was absolutely level one amazing. crook versus level ninety nine Matthew bots. Yeah, but I just feel like like developers have really forgotten the old games like Hungry Sharks, everything, because it just kind of sucks that stuff like that is not seen as the best games anymore. Especially now you got like, is it is it Ketchup who make the games? But there's like they're completely clustered in ads. Yeah, they're, I was just about an... to mention that. Yeah, that due to um, Apple's hundred pound monthly subscription to keep things on the market, hmm. it's only the games that cram adverts down your face that can stay on, yeah. or the long time yeah, back even... when things were easy to put on. Yeah, but even like so everything's the just these crappy Unity like block simple puzzles. Like, oh no, you forgot to pull the key or. Oh no, you forgot to pull the key. Here's an advert. That, that kind of stuff. But yeah, it's nice to see there's ports now, like Rec Room, Brawlhalla. All of that stuff oh, yeah. was coming. Because they're getting more powerful. And the sad but game... But didn't that get added to mobile now? Yeah. And uh, Genshin... Also, Genshin yeah. Impact was a really impressive title for mobile, to be fair, when that first came out. And that's actually how I knew about the game. And honestly, the mobile graphics are impressive for what it is. Even though my Copium S20 Ultra does uh, struggle to run it because of the beautiful Exynos chip that they put inside. Sounds, of like, there. sounds like you could use a graphics card. <laughs> yeah, no, I played it on PC. It's good. But I'm, I'm still pissed at Samsung, man. They've made some bad choices. I want to address this stream. Um, if, you, if none of you remember this, or you might do, do you, who remembers the exploding phones? I think it was the Note. The Note 5. No, Note 5, yeah. Um, <laughs> that was the first mistake they made. Major mistake. And then it they, was just a misimport of lithium. The worst part, they screwed it, up they twice. They out. Yeah, they screwed it up oh. twice. They sent it back. They asked people to return their units. And they sent out another batch. And that one was at the fault as well. Another exploding fault. So they sent all the units back again. And then they just called the cause it off. behind that? Uh, I'm not. I can't remember what it was exactly, but it was something with. The, there was like a layer of the battery. I'm not too sure what happened, but I can't. It's like one yeah, part heated um, up too much, and then it just blew. Yeah, up. I'm about to go into it. Yeah. Oh my um, god. <laughs> go into it. Then. <laughs> um, they all well while producing the phones, they were trying to you know cut down costs as much as possible to get it either mm. cheaper to the audience or they make more profit. So they got a new dealer of lithium. Lithium is the big thing in batteries that, you know, puts yeah. out the biggest juice. They got it from this provider that didn't have 100% pure. There were just impurities all the way through it. Mm. They smoothed it out, rolled it up, batteries, whatever, plated it. And while in, the impurities reacted with the lithium, causing, well, the inevitable. And yeah. I'm assuming during the second take, they just used the same lithium supply. Like, oh, this must have just been a point. Yeah, no, it just must have been fine. And then the second screw up I want to address, uh, when Apple decided to go ahead and uh, do their little move with removing the charger, Samsung saw it as a golden opportunity to start like just shitting on them about it. At least we come with the charger. And yeah. then they do the same for the S21 series. And silently but surely, they started silently deleting all the tweets that they made. And then after that, like, oh, cool, let's make, a, let's make a virtual mascot, uh, the Sam girl, or whatever. The meta mascot. <laughs> By the way, we're changing our company name <laughs> to closer reflect what we're going to be working on in the future. I, I hate their scum. Muta. I'm actually starting to hate Samsung a lot for what they've done, because 
if you look at something like the Exynos chips and the Snapdragon chips, in the this was so big in the S20 series. The Exynos 919, the Snapdragon 865, there was such a difference in the two. But it's all at the same price in different regions. And I've got the Exynos 990 version, and I can just tell you now and assure you, it's shit. The amount of times Ooh. where I've had my... Like, I've got videos on my like on my S9 where I've just taken a video of my S20 Ultra just, like, lagging on the easiest games because it just starts overheating. It sucks. Especially compared to the 865 predecessor. predecessor I don't know how to say the word. Um, which completely easily boils through these games. The 865 is a great chip. Samsung just, just is awful for that. I, would, I still would have loved to see Qualcomm and uh, AMD's pair up rather than Samsung and AMD. That would have been that might have catched up to the Apple, you know, chip. That might have been a really good rivalry there. I mean, AMD's next rumored everything. Well, they it's not even rumored to be honest. It's on their flight sheet of plans. Um, they're going to be migrating to five nanometer soon. Ooh, wait—is that smaller or bigger wait. than last time? Smaller. All right. Nice. For their AM4 junk, meaning GPUs, CPUs, the whole lot. Yeah. They they have actually had uh, already a take on that in a few departments, like in the PS5. Hmm. Don't quote me on that. I'm not 100% sure. But they've got a few things out there already on their new nanometer layers. Yeah. Which just means a higher density and just allows things to be a lot more efficient. Mm -hmm. And there's also... The 20 Supers were still rocking the 11 nanometer, I think it was. Hmm. Damn. And also, I don't know what Intel is doing right now of their nanometer size, but I'm pretty sure they got a new C CEO of the company because uh, they were doing crap. And because especially after Apple basically ditched Intel and made their own M1 silicon chips, I, want, I think they want to change around the company. And that's why they've basically changed it up and uh it looks pretty good so far even though it's not very efficient so uh <laughs> i guess it's a right what they're doing right now they're, they're trying to get back into the competition and I, I like to see that happen but it's nice to also see amd's back on the top with their processors and all that they've done a great job at right. everything like following amd it's just it's great to see what they do especially if they you know I mean, I think their prices are increasing a little bit now, but they kept prices lower than Intel in some parts. And it's made oh, they've Intel always been lower. Yeah, and they've made it more competitive with Intel. That's why I've always loved AMD, especially for the multi-threading performance, which is the part that I actually care about. Brother's got a Threadripper, and I'm so jealous. <laughs> He's going to have that thing for years. Yeah. Yeah, I'm honestly, I just... I just, I'm just happy with my processor, man. It's just... 24 core, th um, 48 thread. <laughs> Yeah, that is actually dope. It's insane. Hmm. Yeah, they, 20 years ago or so, it was all AMD. Everyone was... Well, that was it. That was what you used. And then Intel got their foot in the game. Kind of like what they're trying to do with Arc at the moment. Hmm. Put their foot in the game, managed to get their things out there. And then they they had the so lead for a long time. Skylake, Coffee Lake, all that. That was all them. It was no doubt. Then when they made their when AMD made their comeback with the three seven hundred X, which is one of the basically yeah. one of the most sold CPUs in quite a long, long time. Yeah, because it is the budget one. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's also and the thirty six hundred X, which is sold. Yeah, yeah. Thirty seven hundred X, we don't talk about that. That was a ride, but thirty six hundred X, eh, it's better, in my opinion. It's, 
But hey, 2700X comes with an RGB cooler. <laughs> Please buy our product. That's the kind of uh, thing I've got for the 2700X still. But it's pretty cool to see. But it's, it's just not... 700X. Yeah. So, with the 20... Yeah, so... Are you mocking my PC? No, no, I'm not mocking your PC. You've got a 3700X. I'm saying the 2700X, you know? Oh, okay. what have I got? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Josh, I see what you mean about the the twenty seven hundred X. It kind of sucks. I see what you mean. because I'm pretty sure it's like rivaling the price of the thirty six hundred. Thirty six hundred is a really good budget, and um, mm. just with the thirty six hundred, you get two less cores, but you're getting better performance overall. You get a bit more FPS. You get better workload performance. But yeah, I guess it's alright. So it isn't too bad. I'm going to have to end the stream in a minute, by the way, because I've got food downstairs that's currently going cold. <laughs> I've been eating this whole stream, and it's oh, ice cold damn, now. I should have done that. Oh, God, my food's going to be cold. <laughs> I've got cheesy chips, so I'm going to go and get those in a minute. Oh, damn. I've been having fish fingers, and I've oh, had a brewski waiting. Nice, man. Yeah, I'm just going to crack it open now. <laughs> <laughs> I heard about it as well. It's great. Yeah, same thing. We yeah. do not condone alcohol. Yeah, everyone in the stream, we are not going to take any uh, liabil liability to anyone who drink overdoses on uh, alcohol or anything in the stream or does any violence outside of our uh, control. Uh, <laughs> we're just saying don't do anything. By listening to this message, you've now signed over the right. <laughs> also, we're kidnapping you to a little island to play some games or something. <laughs> Squid Games. Oh yeah, speaking about Squid Games, Mr. Beast made a remix to it, and um, it was when his we're friend involved. won it. Yeah, wait, his friend won it. Yeah, if someone relates to their friends, no one's picked up on it, which is really annoying. Oh, I've never knew that. If someone relates to their friends, and I mean, I'm not dissing it. It was a really good video. I'm just annoyed that it didn't go to someone that's a complete stranger. Yeah. That's... Uh, I guess it's right, but... yeah. You as probably... long as the money is not put straight back into his account, hmm. it's alright. And the thing is, as well, um, the actual Squid Game creator saw the video, and even though Mr. Beast gave him full credit and thanked him for the idea, he said he didn't have... There was a quote tweet that I saw from him, and uh, he was basically just saying that he... That Squid Game took years to make, and it costed millions to make, just for Mr. Beast to quote unquote take it, republish, and get and get over a hundred million views for it. But Mr. Beast did give it, and he said he had nothing against it. But still, honestly, it's great to see that there's actual money to give into someone, you know. And it's still yeah. great overall. It's just basing it off another idea. Have you looked at popular pop songs? People are just stealing songs off each other. You had that recently. You had bad you have bad mm -hmm. horse by uh what whoever artist it was. They tried suing someone else for using a melody in their song, lost to it in court because they stole a song off another song. It's so complicated, but that's just how it is right now. And yeah, like you've said, the YouTube I haven't made everything. the switch over. You never provide sorry, you never the whole trend of putting a video above your head, putting a bit of text and pointing up with a shocked face. Have you seen like, oh sorry, Lord. have you seen the fake uh, guitarist videos on TikTok? Don't don't get me starting this. You know the one's going one, two, one, three, two, three, two, three, 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 four. Three, two. I can't remember which guitarist it is, but he started losing his marbles watching the video. Like he slowly loses his I've got I've got a six hundred pound Ibanese behind me and it makes me cringe so bad. 
Hmm. Where are you pressing your fingers? How are you supposed to change yeah. chords? You're Look, not doing any of I'm that. I'm pretty sure they're even they're even on the drums as well now as well. And I've I now play that instrument because I've been practicing it for months and I'm actually getting a like esports. You just click on the heads, guys. It's so easy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but honestly, it's and even you know that viral video I got that's Tad Cat Dami Dane. Oh um, my life. <laughs> I actually, I went ahead and just like, out of curiosity, saw who had it and all that. And I found loads of rip-offs. Like, it was my exact video. People were putting their names over it. Like, they were putting their own logos over it. I was like, yeah, okay, I might have put this through a converter <laughs> for low-quality content as a joke. But I, I'm getting my content stolen here with no, you know, with no... Uh, I've got an idea. With no thing. Sad Cat Dame Dane NFT. You are a genius. <laughs> I'm going to become rich off that. <laughs> oh, that'd be an awful. Just put it up on the auction site. Let's see what happens. Yeah. See if anyone buys my sad cat NFT. No, they'll just screenshot it. Right. Anyways, so I'm going to end the stream here because we have been doing this for an hour, but it's been such a great stream for our first. And this time, I have not forgot to record it so we can upload it to YouTube later. But I think this has went well, everyone. We have talked about the nice wide range about subjects even though editor didn't really have much input because he didn't have anything to say for this stream but that's all right fine as yeah, long as he's yeah, here to give a reaction or contribute in any way that's fine yeah and hopefully our streams grow up and grow in future we have currently three viewers on the stream i don't know about them i don't know if myself watching the stream is counting as one but hey i know somebody out there is watching because you're probably not watching and josh is probably not watching so yeah i, I can't get into my account <laughs> yeah so probably so anyways thanks for everyone for watching the stream we're going to end it here and he's going to have my cheesy chips downstairs before they turn into a uh into a frozen product um so yeah <laughs> we're, we're gonna probably do episode two in another day i've got to do don't a give a date don't give a date <laughs> yeah yeah never promise anything never promise anything we'll do it every another... single weekday 5 p.m <laughs> <laughs> yeah then no, we never then we never no. like we never we never actually do that time <laughs> that's great all right i'm gonna head out then and i'm gonna get my cheesy chips so thanks everyone for watching the stream we have no like uh thing yet but if you want to tip or anything or just smash that us. like button smash the subscribe <laughs> smash the send a message button press the follow subscribe <laughs> to our channel even though we don't have a partner or affiliate yet and uh enjoy your night yeah just <laughs> We do have two followers, which is actually pretty cool. So, yeah. Thanks, Thanks everyone, for watching. And we're going to head out now. En enjoy the rest Bye. of your night or day, uh, wherever you are. And that's it. This is the ep end of Peace. episode one. And we'll see you in episode two.